Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But I don't see how a long-distance relationship can thrive if you don't do this. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Relationship Theory. I am your co-host, Tom Bilyeu, and I am here with the lovely, beautiful, and talented... Lisa Bilyeu. I thought you were going to finish it off there. (laughs) (laughs) No, I figured I'd let you jump in on your own. Uh, Welcome, guys. Always a pleasure to have you guys here with us. Excited to be doing another episode of this. Um, all right. So let's get some more questions. Um, I had one here. Okay. So this is from Deborah Goncalves Alkmin on wow. Facebook. Mm-hmm. This was from- Can I just say for a second, thank you for being the one that has to deal with the names because <laughs> it is so hard. Like the names are hard. The names are just hard. And we have like a worldwide audience. And so it gets really hard sometimes so yeah. deborah we apologize for brutalizing i'm sure you know what cindy's name, really but... good at saying names really? yeah i've always noticed but i'm terrible at it respect cindy well um okay so she, she is the voice of the community after all so in fairness so deborah says hey tom and lisa you guys have been helping me from far away my yeah. partner and i live in a long distance relationship Oof. right now canada and brazil Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Your tips are great. It's helping us a lot as a couple. Thanks for being such a good example. Wow. But I wanted Your to honor. bring that that kind of comment up because we had to have a long distance relationship for right. almost two years. So A, Deborah, we know exactly what you're going through. Um, what tips would you give, Deborah? Now, of course, when we were dating, though, there was no text messaging. Yeah. There was no Skype. So I know different. this is showing our age now. So we literally had a phone Mm -hmm. that we could call each other, but you would work all day. I would be, you know, like, um, because of the time difference. So you would write me an email. Yeah. And then I wouldn't read, read and respond till that night. So that meant you were getting it the next morning. Yeah. Um, I'm sure people back in the 1920s are laughing about how like, right. Tough life is now. Yeah. Um, I really hope people from the 1920s are watching this right now. Welcome to the show. That is amazing. Amazing. How they would be almost 100. So, full hey, respect. For, from someone Thank who you. wants to live forever, don't Oh, trust me. I'm with you. Yeah. Absolutely. So, we had it quite, it was quite difficult for us. Right. Um, but we worked through it. What were you, would you say to Deborah were the things for us that kind of helped us get through that time? Wow. Well, here's what I did. And I am not necessarily saying that everyone should do this. And it it makes it heart-wrenching to be apart. And so, wow, it, it just was so painful. But I don't see how a long-distance relationship can thrive 
if you don't do this, um, but I have not thought enough about this. I have exactly one moment of experience with this, um, but I intentionally stayed obsessed. Hmm. So I needed to like make you my focus and be breathing fire into our relationship because if you like the easiest way to deal with separation is to switch off and to just not think about it and that that would work and i remember thinking cuz um we used to separate at christmas time so you would usually go you would either go ahead of me to london if we were going to london first or you would stay in london um if we went to london second and so we'd end up being apart for a week 10 days 2 weeks and during that time I remember thinking, I just want to shut off. I want to stop thinking about you because it's so hard to be apart. Uh, like for me, like I so enjoy our relationship and so have just given myself over to being a pair instead of being on my own. Um, it, it literally, it hurts. Like there's actually a physical component of pain to being apart. And I thought if I just switched my mind off to this, it would be better. And it would have been better. The problem is that then you, um, especially if you're living a long distance relationship, you just slowly start to right. drift apart. And I just, some part of me knew that would be a bad strategy. So, um, when we were living apart at times for a month or two months, like I just had to really like, I would always think about you and write to you and write just like a lot, a lot, a lot to, to feel like I was talking to you and to feel that connection and to like keep fanning those flames. And that really worked. It makes being apart that much harder, which maybe is good because it forces like we to find a way to like be together as much as humanly possible and to keep the times apart as limited as possible. And, you know, you get what you focus on. So I was focusing on being in love. I was focusing on the passion between us. I was focusing on you, you, you. And that, like, kept that, like, intensity even when we were apart. Right. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, we had to be very honest with each other about what we were looking for or what we needed during that time. Um, because we handle things, you know, sometimes very differently. So I, I do shut off. Like whenever I'm in pain, I almost like my instinct is to shut that off. So I don't have to address it or not address it, but I don't actually have to feel that emotion. Um, but doing that from a distance to God, that would have been a, that would have been disaster. And so I think I recognize that. And I think you definitely told me like, Hey, like I need, I need you to be more open or, um, because I didn't want to feel sad about being away from you. So I almost shut that part of me off. But in us communicating and what you needed and what I needed, like, I think that made all the difference. And when you think about it, people are always growing, right? So if you're spending, you know, three, four, five, six months apart, how do you make sure that you don't, like you said, right, when you built this bond that you don't end up doing this? If you're spending six months apart, I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying I don't want to do it. Sure. Like, that sounds... That sounds But like, hard. for instance, people who work on movies, right? When they go on to on location. I don't think you can let six months go. So let's let's do the impossible one, the military. Because you literally, like, they're not going to let you go to Afghanistan and be yeah. with your significant other. So like that one, I'd love that to is hear from the sacrifice. community, actually, yeah. if there's someone out there. Like, what are your tips Ooh. that you guys do? Like, that would be so tough. Brutal. Um, brutal but yeah so I think it's just really making sure that you're always connected and I think that really kind of goes with whether you're in the same city or living in the same house or not 
You know what I mean? Even let's take last week. So you had the success thing. I had the podcast thing. So literally from, I think we spent Monday and Tuesday together working. Mm. And then for the rest of the week, you were completely gone. So we went for like four or five days without seeing each other. Um, even then, like when you're, you're so on all the time that by the time you call me in Skype, you're like, hey, babe, you know, I'm, I'm really tired. I'm going to bed. Just want to let you know I love you. Right. So that's the extent of our interaction. So for me, it was the second you get back, I'm going to make sure that within that time, whether it was a day because we had all of Saturday together, I'm going to be on and I'm going to make sure that you know, like I'm going to be super attentive to you. This was actually funny. Why? Because you were so so sweet. Oh, my God. (laughs) And that was like, finally, I had to apologize. I'm like, I actually feel bad because I totally get why you're being like so sweet and so attentive. But it's like you were treating me like it was my birthday. I mean, it was like crazy. You wanted to make like special food. And I'm like, look, I'm I'm trying to like, you know, keep my weekends not too crazy from a calorie standpoint. And you were like, I'll make you ice like keto ice cream, but I'll make you keto ice cream. And like. So it was, that's so you, like you really want to like go over the top and really like show somebody, I mean, your thing was like base, it, if you had listened to her, it was like I had been out slaying wildebeests and like, (laughs) it was, it was amazing and romantic and sweet beyond measure. But it, part of me was like, I was just at an event, you know what I mean? And, and it was like, I had been fighting forest fires. But you know what? Because I was actually thinking about that. And I was like, wow. I'd... So you got a little annoyed with me. Are you okay for me to tell the story? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so on the weekend, you got a little annoyed with me because I was so like, I'm going to make him feel super special. Like he's been out doing the success life. Like you... Killing mastodons. <laughs> but like to me, it was, right? Like you were fighting for the family. It wasn't just you were out speaking. Like no, you no, say. trust to me. It's, it's very sweet. You're out there fighting for the family, fighting for the right. company. And so I never want to take that for granted. And because you had left, I was really sad I didn't go. And so then I was at home dealing, obviously, with a lot of business stuff and then the house stuff. And so I was just feeling super overwhelmed. And in the past, when I'm feeling super overwhelmed, I just keep going down that path until I break. And this time I was kind of like, what's going to make me feel good, right? Right now I'm feeling overwhelmed. I've got a lot on my plate. Like, I don't want to be bitter that you're gone, right, and left me to it because you're out fighting slaying dragons like right. in my mind right so I was like I need to show the, my appreciation for you like stop being so in my own head like I'm doing this I'm doing that and I thought I was like well he's out there doing it too so instead of going I've been left alone I'm like no I need to reframe it in my mind and I need to say my husband is out there fighting for me my family the babies you know our, our dogs um the company like and I really meant that so I just switched my mind And so I was like, I'm going to do a lot of things that are going to be special to you. And I'm going to show you how much I appreciate it. Now, because I think I, I think I went a little hard, but I like, that's me. No, it right? was like, so I don't sweet. That's the hearts. worst part. It was so sweet. But because I kept asking like, what do you want? Do you want this? Right. Do you want that? How do you We want it? Do you want this? Do you want that? We literally got in an argument about olives. Just uh, Yeah. So like, I said, do you want olives? And he's like, I don't care. Like what? So anyway, you got this annoyed. This was like question 682 about what I wanted <laughs> just to be clear. But yeah. Okay, so yes. So eventually you just got annoyed. And so you're like, look, what I, like my selfish desire, and we've spoken about this on, you know, um, Facebook before, is my selfish desire, and we would say what it is. And you were like, my selfish desire is to not be bothered to have to answer 20, 30, 40 questions about what I'm eating, what I'm doing, because you get asked questions all day, every day. Right. 
but I'm just trying to make it super special no, no. for you. It, it's one of those impossible moments, and I. But I came to a realization. Oh shit! Yeah. Drop that knowledge. Yeah. So when you said like I don't want to be asked, like I'd rather have no freaking olives and it be worse and not be asked than have olives and it be better. And then I realized I kept bugging you and asking you for my own sake because I wanted to feel like I was being the best and like best wife I could possibly right. be for you and give you everything you ever wanted. And this is because it's a gift that I would want. Yes. And so literally I was like, I'm saying I want to do it for him, but he's clearly getting frustrated. It may just be about olives, but who cares? It's not about what it is actually right. as the tea argument. Right. So I was like, I keep pushing him. I keep asking you questions over and over. And the truth is, is because I want it to be so perfect so that I can feel like I'm the best wife. 100%. So I switched that in my head and I just said, don't ask him. If he doesn't, if it, he may prefer it with olives, but I'm not going to ask him and I'll just make the decision. And if he's like, why the hell are there so many olives on here? I'm just going to shrug and go, that's what you get. Right. Oh, but not, not bitterly, but yeah, just yeah, like yeah. as a... No, rightly so. So that, that was the conclusion. And an amazing conclusion. And when we were arguing about that, not arguing, but when we were, when I was definitely frustrated about the olives, my thing is give the gift that person wants, not the gift you would want, right? right? And so I'm literally, what I said was, I don't know how else to explain the gift. Like if you're trying to give me a gift, the gift I want is to not have to think about it or just take my first answer because the way that it went down was, oh God, what you asked me? Like, do you want more olives on it? And I was like, no, it's fine. And you're like, but I think you really do like it with more <laughs> olives. And so then I was like, good Lord, like just take my first answer. Like even if you think it's a bad answer, just take my first, because now like you're making me argue for the way that I want it. But it's based on experience. I know you well enough. Oh, 100%. That I know. No one should be able to make decisions <laughs> about what I want other than you. Like, I fully understand that. You know me better than I know me. And my first response oftentimes is based on, like, some trapped thing that at some point I decided, like, for a cognitive shorthand, always say yes or always say no or whatever. But you actually know experientially the things that I respond to. And so, oh. For sure. Like whatever. And that was literally my response. Whatever you think. Like you know this better than I do. So rather than have to go through like the argument of you convincing me I want more olives. Like if you know I want more olives, just put more yeah, olives. Yeah, and I think it's really – I so <laughs> wanted to – I can't believe we're having this conversation. But I it, hope it, it helps. But it's like the tea helps. argument, right? It's a much oh, bigger sure. issue. And for sure, for sure. then I realized like because my then fear was if I put more olives on your food – and you're eating, you're like, oh, God, it's actually got a lot of olives. Right. I'd feel like that was a failure on my part. Yeah. And now I haven't delivered on what I was trying to deliver yeah. on. So then I get frustrated. So, like, these <clears throat> these little, tiny little things that we really do dissect and kind of figure mm. out. Because it's you have those to, otherwise things. you argue about olives yeah. every time. Or other things. <laughs>